Hi, I'm Sally. I'm Linda. And I'm Ming. Pour yourself a cup of tea and join us for this week's episode of Moving Oolong. Hi, everyone. It's episode 111. So today we'll be doing stream of consciousness. We'll start with weekly recap. Who wants to go first? Nose. Go. Okay, fine. Hey. Sally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. When was the last time we talked? Like well, three weeks ago. Before Memorial Day. Hmm. Um, I guess one of the most notable things during Memorial Day is that Kevin and I went to North Carolina. For a little like cabin getaway um, near Pilot Mountain. So we rented this really nice Airbnb, even though it's like a small, kind of almost a tiny house kind of Airbnb. But it was like in the in its own lot in the middle of a clearing. Um, so like you'd see a really nice view of Pilot Mountain in North Carolina. And um, yeah, it was we just like hung out there. And the plan was to go. Uh, climbing and hiking on mm. Pilot Mountain throughout the trip, but it kind of rained most of the time. And even though a Saturday like ticked, there was a little bit of time where we could have gone climbing. We decided just to go hiking instead, which which is a sudden change of plans. But it's okay. So we hiked Pilot Mountain. And then we also met up with Kevin's friend Avi, who lives in North Carolina, which was really nice actually to see like. I think it's always nice to connect with someone who's like moved to a new place and like they can kind of introduce you to, well, he doesn't live there, but he kind of introduced us to like North Carolina, what's going mm. on there as we met up with him and um, told us like what a good barbecue place to eat was and stuff like that. So that was really nice to reconnect and then drove back on Monday. So it was nice because I took Friday off. So it was a little more of a long weekend for me and then the next weekend i also went out on a trip um my friend sneha she used to be my co-worker in my past lab um she had a birthday party birthday party trip to bethany beach this past weekend so then me and like some of her other friends from like all points of her life went up to uh, Airbnb in Bethany Beach and we like hung out there, which again, unfortunately, like the weather was bad again. So on Saturday when I like joined them, I joined late. Um, it was like windy and cold and cloudy. So we didn't really go to the beach much, but we just like hung out in the Airbnb and like I got to meet all her friends, uh, which is really cool because like I've hear I've heard so many stories about her friends just from chatting in our like lunch hangouts, but now to see them like in the flesh and like match the person to like who she's been talking about is cool. And like she did this really like surprising thing during her birthday trip, so she made a cahoot about herself. <laughs> and that was really fun because it was kind of like a friendship test to see who knew her better or the best. Uh, I got third place. Wow. And I won tiny hands from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, so she did this kahoot. And then at the end of the kahoot, um, she announced that she was going to med school, which <gasps> like she's been applying for med schools for like two years. Like last year, she applied and didn't get in. This year, she applied again. 
And like, I've been there to like witness her throughout both applications. So I was like, oh my gosh, like she finally made it. And like, she was on the wait list for a while. So she wasn't sure. So like, it was like a very mm. sudden decision. And it was really nice. Like, like the way she announced it, like everyone was in shock. Because <laughs> she was like, Sneha is going to um, Temple College of Medicine. True or false? And then we we're all like, wait, what? <laughs> what is happening? Oh, but she's so sneaky. Yeah, she like sneaked it into the last question. It's so like a it was pregnancy like a very announcement. Heartwarming announcement. Yeah, like a pregnancy announcement. But yeah. How many friends were there? A lot. She had 15 friends. Oh, oh. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's yeah, like when I saw room. the number, I was like, oh my God. But <laughs> it actually wasn't like, it wasn't that bad. Like, I got to know everyone there. Oh, she organized it all? Yeah, she organized it. So. Oh, that's so much. Hint, hint for next year. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to have an I really like these. I really like these birthday trips. Like last year, I went to my friend Tarlin's like cabin birthday trip. Mm-hmm. And it's also like, I, even though I already knew most of the people there, I, I met some of her, like some of her friends that I've never met before. So like, I feel like it's always really nice to like do a trip where you bring your friends somewhere and your friends get to meet each other and like hang out together in one place mm. Mm. i guess because yeah. like they had friends from different areas of their life to mm-hmm. meet yeah mm. and like yeah, that's cool i guess like talking to your friends you always hear about their other friends and they'll tell you about them but like you never really interact with them so it's like you already know their friends or like by association you already know their friends but like to actually meet them in person is like, mm. it's nice um but yeah that's all i have oh yeah i'm finishing my <laughs> rotation this week oh so last that's one? kind of big news yeah my last rotation so we're giving like the talk and writing paper by friday but after that i have a week and then i go to hong kong Ooh. what happens like now that you're done with rotating through labs you join like, the lab and work oh, full-time okay. yeah kind of like the summer is just full-time work and you can take vacation whenever, but once it becomes a school year again, you just do classes in addition to lab. Okay. Wow. That's, that was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I guess a lot has happened since the yeah. last episode. I feel like we've all been, um, like, not us. Well, I guess so. Yeah, off doing our own thing, kind of, or like going on our own trips or planning trips or yeah, hanging out with different people, which is fun because then we get to come back and hear about it. Mm-hmm. Ning, do you um, want to talk about your trip? I guess so. That would be a good, <laughs> a good segue into my <laughs> trip. Um, yeah. So Miami now feels like a really long time ago, and I feel like I've told you all most of it. But for the pod, I went to Miami with my roommates for like I don't know, uh, four nights maybe. Um, it was like a double long weekend and it was fun, but Miami is hot and <laughs> very loud, like not like volume wise loud, but loud as like in your face with a lot of just like the heat and the music mm-hmm. and the neon lights and like everything is just bigger and like uh, flashier and brighter. And um, I think it was like an adjustment and maybe I didn't eat fully adjust to it um but it was fun 
Um, it was definitely like a new kind of environment. I was telling Tony this that I don't think I've ever been to like a tropical place besides like Taiwan, but even then Taiwan is very different, like energy and vibe wise from Miami. So it was like a truly beach city, tropical city. And it was fun to experience the novelty of it, but I don't know if it's where I meant to be at all. You know, like mm -hmm. I feel like when I went on trips, like last year, like Linda, when we went to Boston or we went to Austin together, um, I was like, oh, like I could see parts of the city that I would like, like elements of the city that I could see myself staying for or, um, and I did not see that in Miami at all. Mm -hmm. So, which I think is okay, right? Because like when you travel, you're there to like experience a new place and like try something new or have fun. But it was like a weird like feeling of we were tourists, but not really because we weren't doing touristy stuff. We were just going to the beach and going out at night. Mm -hmm. So it's like I didn't feel like a tourist, but I definitely didn't feel like I could live there or be a resident, you know? So it was like floating in the middle and then traveling with my roommates was a different experience as well because like I'm used to living with them as roommates, but like as travel companions, it is slightly different. And I normally travel with you all. So like it was an adjustment in that way too. So sounds like you got the full like Miami experience, like going to the beach <laughs> and going so, out. Yeah. It's like exactly yeah. what I pictured. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember when I was talking about the trip, I was telling you guys that I had like zero expectations. Uh, but yeah, that's it literally was just like going to the beach and going out and mm -hmm. repeating and being very sweaty, <laughs> <laughs> which I think would be fun. Like I wouldn't mind going there for like a bachelorette or like a reason to celebrate, you know, mm -hmm. but I don't think I'm the type of person that just like will go out repeatedly, like back to back to back. That's what you do every Without weekend. Well, what do you okay. mean? <laughs> so, but there's a week, a work week in between. Oh, okay. It's not like literally every night back to back to back. <laughs> and it wasn't even we were like going that hard. We really weren't. Like it was very tolerable, actually. Mm -hmm. It was more just like after spending a day out in the sun and then going out, it was like, it was a lot. But yeah, full Miami experience. I would need like um, an IV after that <laughs> trip. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of trying to imagine you guys there. I was like, I feel like Linda would suffer, but Sally, Sally could. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so then after the Miami trip, then yeah, it was Memorial Day weekend and I went hiking, which was fun. I don't do it enough, but I really enjoy it. And been hanging out a lot more with Francesca, who has been in like our climbing group, but like kind of on the periphery, I would say. And she's like worming her way in. Worming. <laughs> <laughs> um, she's she hung out with us and is getting close to my roommates, so that's fun. Uh, my sister graduated from college. That was cool to see, and I got very teary eyed, which I was surprised by. Um, but. I don't know because I guess like when we didn't have our graduation we were like oh mm, you know whatever yeah. it's like we didn't want to uh go to a ceremony anyway but I kind of <laughs> thought I was sitting like watching her I was like dang like we we kind of did miss out on something a little monumental of mm. just like recognition I guess <laughs> um but I was hanging out with family which was nice surprisingly actually fully relaxing and back to work I don't know. It feels like it's been a lot, you know, a lot. And then now planning more trips and 
I know you guys are planning your trips or leaving soon, so it feels like the summer is very busy. Maybe the busiest it's been since COVID or even like before, I would even say. Yeah. Does it feel like summer that to you always all? goes fast, like mm-hmm. even last year. Now that's true. Last year was probably the start of it because we, we did more trips. But it feels like this one is really zooming. Like it's already June. Yeah. <sighs> okay. That was well, a Linda? lot. Linda? Oh, uh, well, I didn't really have any trips, but I guess I'll anti-chronologically <laughs> go <laughs> on my week. So I just came back. It's like we started recording a bit like because I wanted to go to a DC Zine Fest organizer meeting. So I was at that um like an hour ago. And I think I'll try to be be more involved in being an organizer this year because I tabled last year and it was at Phantom Comics. So it's nice to go like go in and like see familiar faces around. I know Ming and I have been talking about like what is community and like it's not mm-hmm. the same thing as having friends is like seeing kind of the same people so i feel like something is definitely developing Ooh. there because i've been going to zine events like kind of consistently recently like between the garden and phantom and um like dc zine fest there's a lot of things happening so want to try and get more and a lot of people came to the first meeting and I already know there's events coming up and I'm planning an event so I'm really excited wow. to to do that um and yeah I went with my acquaintance hopefully maybe a friend but <laughs> we talked a bit at the Temperance Alley Garden like a few times when I went and it felt like we were going to the event together you know how like in GBMs you like I want to have <laughs> either of you as like my buddy um and she was saying how she got involved in the garden by showing up early and staying late and just like putting in like the FaceTime. And now mm. she's like on the like the leadership kind of level there. So like showing up really works or mm-hmm. it could it could really work. Um, and what did we do before that? Uh, oh, me and I went to a the event on DC Chinatown history um, by the 1882 Foundation. I think we talked about that a few weeks ago, like wanting to go to more events, and this one came up that we went to. And it was a lot of, I was so like sapped of my brain <laughs> at the end of it. I don't know if Mingy felt the same way, but it was really cool. I really liked the, the imam that came the most. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, maybe this is our, another place where we can show face, keep showing up and just hope that they see us. Because, again, I was too nervous to like talk to the organizers after. Um, but, yeah, this was another event. And it was really cool because they had individuals from the Chinatown community share like about a place or a part of history of Chinatown that meant a lot to them or like was significant somehow. And so I learned a lot, but it was like super fast because there were so many participants that were sharing that it, um, it kind of felt like RP 
you know, when we did our research projects in high school, but like super fast of like everyone presenting. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot to take in because a lot of it was kind of like heavy, like history and dates and how this meant to this family and like all that. Um, I think the one that stood out to me was the one Linda mentioned, but also there's apparently a a cemetery um, sometime. I think it's a Northwest. I don't remember, but it's in D.C. A cemetery. Cemetery or something. And oh man, I forgot what the specific lot is called, but this um, range, range actually, 99. Range, <laughs> range yeah. 99? Yes. Sh- it's um, not a supermarket. It's not it's not no, ranch it's Range. Range. R A N G E. And wait, I thought it was 66. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, anyways, anyways. It's like a plot of the cemetery that a lot of Chinese um immigrants like from the 1800s were buried in and kind of like unmarked graves because they didn't have any family to take care of them. So that's where they ended up. Um, eventually, their bodies were exhumed and sent back to China to be like buried with their uh, families and ancestral plots. But they did this whole project of like raising money and like putting a bench there and a plaque so that people would remember like who was there and buried there. And mm-hmm. it was very interesting because I had never thought of that and never heard of it before like i've heard about like oh the chinatown like friendship arch and like some spots in chinatown but i never heard of the cemetery before and i think it was really cool that like people are taking the time to like remember history in this way and like um trying to remind people so they don't forget um but yeah i don't know i don't maybe i'll keep going to events linda and then eventually <laughs> i'll get in that what did she say facetime or like the same mm-hmm. as the, the the garden. Oh, just like presents. what is this community though? Is it like people involved in the club, or is it just like someone organizing speakers or something like that? Oh, it's an organization. Like it's a formal nonprofit. Oh, okay. The 1882 Foundation, and they host. I think they're called Talk something Talk series. I don't know. It's mm-hmm. like a series of of events. Um, that they host and they invite people like members of the community to speak at, or they have specific themes. Like this one was about history. The one we went to before was about architecture, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Linda and I talked a little bit afterwards of like, mm, maybe it's a little too much leaning history and more like, instead of looking at the Chinatown of present mm-hmm. and maybe advocating for the Chinatown community at present, it does a lot more of like remembering, reflecting and like yeah. looking at the past, which I don't mind. Ideally, we would find like a combination or something, but I like seeing the people because they are the same people that show up mm. or that organize it. So like we saw the the person who moderated the previous event. She was there in the front row and we recognized her. And um, I don't think anyone, <laughs> I don't know if they recognize us, but there's no like waving or signs of recognition yet, but maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. eventually <laughs> anyways anything else Linda? Uh, I don't know I think what stands out to me Ming, is like having a lot more like okay Russell called them like girl talks <laughs> like he, he, actually, <laughs> he like walked in on like a kind of a, a girl processing conversation is when we were in Francesca's apartment I mean I don't know if you Oh, remember yeah we saw um, francesca's apartment okay yeah it was so nice and like she was like making it she was like being so humble about it i was like it's gonna be so amazing the way she's being like 
oh, it's nothing much, but it was really cute. And <laughs> mm-hmm. I got home, I was like, I need to rearrange my entire apartment. And I didn't do that, but at least I cleaned way more thoroughly yeah. than I usually clean. I was like, I love my apartment. Like, it's really mine. And like, I can, you know, move anything around. So that was like a really big boost of like, um, I don't know, like an injection of like apartment fervor, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I've been really like liking all the, I guess, the girl processing, like <laughs> talking about love, talking about like, yeah, past like thinking or like thoughts and feelings and things like that, which is like a lot more, it feels a lot more intimate as a conversation. And it feels natural to me, but Russell came in once and then we were talking afterwards in the car. He's like, what was I supposed to do in that situation? I was oh. like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Oh, it's yeah. like, sometimes I like that he knows that it's not mm. a man's, a man's like conversation or something. Mm-hmm. Also, <laughs> It's funny that he, yeah, I agree that he recognized that this was a separate kind of conversation or like different than we normally have. And then he called them girl talks. I, I agree. That has been standing out to me a lot lately as well because we've just been doing it more often. I feel like because of this fresh blood that Francesca brings, <laughs> she like she's also very similar to me where she's very vulnerable with her emotions and like she wears kind of her heart on her sleeve where she's she's not afraid to like talk about how something has affected her like emotionally. And because she's willing to share that so openly with me and like Tony and you and Linda, uh, Linda, it's like easier for you, myself to like share it back to her. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that I've been working on in therapy is like feeling like, oh my God, stop being so emotional or like, you know, like be, like keep your pride, you know, like um, stand up, that kind of energy, which mm-hmm. it can be good some in some situations. But I feel like a lot of times it makes me feel like bad about my feelings. And so talking to like, during these girl talks, we're fully just letting it out. Like before Russell came into the apartment, we uh, Francesca was playing her playlist and we were just like letting it all, you know, hang out. Like all of our feelings about past relationships, uh, current like feelings and emotions. And Tony and I were also reflecting on this afterwards where we were saying how we were both like, we both grew up kind of thinking that like, oh my God, having girls as friends is so annoying. Like they're so full of drama and like, I only like hanging out with guys because, you know, they're less drama and they're girls, you know, you want to like be the tomboy or like stand out as like not having emotions. Like I don't cry or I don't remember the last time I cried, but we're both feeling more and more now that like, I don't know, having those girl talks is so affirming. Like you, you feel so heard you know, like in a different way than like talking, me talking to Seb or like any of the other guys in my life feels like. And I've experienced it with the two of you, but I feel like just lately everyone's emotions have been just so out there. Like it feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Sally, we need to invite you to um, these girl chat. What, what did <laughs> Russell call them? Girl talks? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like exactly what it sounds like because I used to watch those YouTube videos, like the girl talk kind oh, of things, and I'll be like yeah. slightly embarrassed for like liking yeah. them because it'll be like all about love and like talking about like their things and like set up their room and it's all nice. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I need to watch this because I'm interested, but I'm like, 
am I really that kind Those of person? Those are my favorite that's types like of like the talking. Yeah, mm. like the sit down yeah. talks. I like those um, a lot. But yeah, I mean, I didn't know you felt that about having friends who are girls. <laughs> oh, like previously? Yeah. With the tomboy stuff? Oh, yeah. I, think I didn't know bef- that. Before I met you guys. Definitely. And it wasn't like an hourly thing where I would like shun female friends in my life. Mm-hmm. It was more just like. I wanted when I watched movies, I wanted to watch movies of like strong, like empowered women mm. who like, you know, kicked butt or whatever and weren't talking about the boys or like, what's that um movie thing where it's like it passes the Bechdel test? Is that yeah. what it's called? If like women yeah. don't talk about men, then it passes the test. And like, I agree that's a good thing for movies. Like movies shouldn't all be about like women talking about romance and men. But also, I think I lean too far into that of being like, I don't mm-hmm. want to watch a movie where they're talking about like their boyfriends because that's so not like feminist or whatever. <laughs> Our conversations when, do not pass the test at all. <laughs> never. No, yeah. we're always talking about the people because it's the people in our lives. Um, and I'm, I feel like this has also been top of mind for me because I'm reading a book called All About Love by Bell Hooks. I bought it at the um, airport on the way to Miami and I've heard a lot about it from TikTok and like I've heard a lot about it from other people as well but I thought it was so cringy and parts of it is are cringy but um there was one passage that I like highlighted and sent to Linda because it's all about like women get a lot of shit for gossiping or being seen as gossips when sure sometimes we can be talking shit about people but a lot of times it's just the only way that women are allowed to process their feelings and like emotions of the day without being and even then it's still shit upon right of like them talking about other people or even how things affected them but it's because we're not you know uh our feelings aren't as heard or appreciated or valued regularly so it's up to women to like gather around and quote-unquote gossip to to, like actually process through those feelings and i was like wow Mm -hmm. wow in my defense Mm -hmm. of gossiping (laughs) (laughs) huh it's like that Facebook group where women post like men and be like, have like, what are the red flags? Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like gossip kind of institutionalized, but there's like pros mm. and cons. Oh, yeah. To for that. Sure. But yeah, I mean, I've always been like, gossip is the glue of our society. And it really <laughs> is. <laughs> no, truly. I feel like men also gossip, but it's not called gossiping. It's them like, oh talking about like their friends or whatever but like i've I've heard carlos and sebastian talk about people not good or like not in a good or a bad way they're just talking about people but we're like it's so much more neutral when men talk about other people whereas women it's like mm, they're probably talking shit or like what are they <laughs> saying you know <sighs> oh i feel like that just came off the chat off my chest like a weight yeah, I mean, you're right. It must have really been a top of mind. I guess so. You never yeah. know. But women gossiping, I feel like, are so much nicer than men gossiping. Like, girl talk talking about boys, I feel like it's a better conversation than going to a room where, like, men are having, like, boy talk about girls. I'm, like, curious, mm. but I'm also, like, scared to, to be, be a fly, fly on, on the wall. wall. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I've ever experienced, or maybe once. I've sat in a conversation with like my roommates talking about uh, 
people and it was very interesting. It is different. Um, but I, I don't like it. <laughs> I like talking with women. Um, I'm, I'm curious, Sally. Boy talk about girls. If uh, you're, uh, was your beach trip mostly women, girls? Um, or like a mix. It was a good mix. Well, mostly girls, I guess. But there were some guys there, but they weren't very typical broy guys. Mm. So mm. I can like, it's not like I was really bonding with them. Although my successor was there, and like I broke out with him, I guess. <laughs> your successor? <laughs> oh, your lab successor? My lab successor. Yeah. Oh. But it wasn't like, yeah, no, definitely not like a bro time. Very yeah. like girly time, like doing our makeup <laughs> together and stuff like that. Which like I really stuff like girly time. Yeah, like even <laughs> stuff like that and be like, oh, let's do our makeup together. I would, mm-hmm. my sister begged for us to do our makeup together and stuff like that. And growing up, I would be like, no, like I'm doing it in my room or like, I just, I don't want to like do makeup mm-hmm. time or like try on makeup together. But now that I'm upstairs living upstairs with the boys, I like, I run downstairs with my makeup and like my, <laughs> my outfit choice and be like, Tony and Amy, what do you guys think? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like dying for that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, I like- asked. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. You no, oh, <laughs> I was going to say like, I feel like I'm the same growing up that like, Maybe it was just like the era that we grew up in where like a lot of girls try to be more tomboyish. And like as a kid, I try to have like guy friends so I could, Mm -hmm. I don't know, not be like a girl in dress, like all dressed up and like in dresses and stuff like that. But now that I'm older, I'm like, that was silly of me. Mm. And like back then I was like, I don't like pink because that's a very girly color. Mm -hmm. And then now I'm like embracing all this stuff. And um, I got my sister to do my gel gel nails oh, this weekend, oh. and like all this, I really enjoy girly dress up stuff <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, so, such a change. Definitely the same experience with like pink. I remember mm-hmm. my mom bought me something pink. I was like, "Mom, my favorite color is blue." <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I picked the oh. opposite color. I was like, "Oh, I'm yeah, not like rebel. the other girls." Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, like superficial things like that. And then I feel like that like led into like, I don't know, trying to like not being, this sounds very cheesy, but not being like your real self around guys or like, I've definitely Mm -hmm. sensed that in me if like sometimes in the past, my guy friends have said something that maybe hurt me or like kind of was like the tone they used or something like that. But like, I didn't want to be like a girl, you know, I didn't want to complain or like, make them more aware of the fact that I wasn't chill and cool, you know? Mm -hmm. So I would like brush it off and be like, no, that's fine. Like whatever, you know, like that doesn't bother me. And then I would like be upset or seethe Mm -hmm. below, you know, instead of just telling them, because if they're your friends, they should, you know, accept it either way. But yeah, trying to be the cool girl, the chill girl. Mm. Have you guys seen Gone Girl? No. No. The movie? Oh my gosh. It's so good. It's it's really good. And we watched it recently. But she has this whole monologue about her being like trying oh, to be the, the cool, cool girl, girl the chill girl. Yeah, that monologue. Mm. Do you know it, Sally? No. Basically, the premise is that it, there's this woman who like uh, growing up as a kid, she was supposed to be the perfect kid. So she like grew up trying to please her parents and then she met a guy who's like the broiest bro like he watches football and like you know all the 
that classic white American bro stuff. And she was trying to attract him, I guess. So she was like, not changing herself, but like modifying herself to like fit with like male expectations, I guess. Anyways, there's a big scene like halfway through where she like, you know, throws that off. I don't want to spoil it, but she like decides that that's not who she wants to be. And so she does this monologue where she's like, I was supposed to be the cool girl, the chill girl, the the girl who would like wax, you know, for men or like do all this stuff or keep, you know, eat a burger, but also be under 100 pounds, like that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, my God, this is so Wait, Oh, my God. I relate powerful. to that. Um, eating the burger thing. I'm always like, I can't look weak in front of guys. I have to like finish my food, which is like such a silly thing because like no one cares if you finish your food or not. I'd be like, I can't eat like a bird. Like I have to be like a tough girl. (laughs) Oh my God. It's also another media reference. I remember there's this movie I would watch growing up called Cinderella Story. It has Hilary Duff in it. And Mm -hmm. he's trying to guess who she is because it's Cinderella. So he doesn't know who she really is. And he's like, okay, I have one last question. Like, would you eat a burger or would you eat a rice cracker? And she's like, um, obviously a burger. (laughs) Why would you ask that? And he was like, well, that eliminated like half of the girl population of our school. Like he was trying to guess who she was. Uh And so by him asking that question, he was like, since you said burger, you're like, like only one of three girls, you know, something like that. And watching a rice cracker. Oh my God. Well, not really, but I think that's what it was implying. (laughs) And by her answering like, oh, it's the burger for me. It's like, she's different. Mm. Mm-hmm. there's not that many girls like her and i grew up watching that and i honestly felt that up until like recently with climbing of like all the guys drinking beer i was like all right if the bros are drinking beer i guess i'm drinking beer like i mean i've grown to like it but like i don't need to be drinking beer every single time mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what the the guys do and i don't want to get like a like a cute little light to drink or whatever even though that's mm-hmm. the more tasty option you know mm-hmm. I get the more tasty option. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, no. I feel like I always get like the, the little bitch option, but that's so good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they're like, are climbing. Ugh. I feel like I've gotten way more powerful climbing with like oh. the in the girl kind of rotation. Because we always try a one climb. I think this happened and then we all end up sending it. I end up sending it out of like one peer pressure, but two mm. is like, the focus of us seem way more focused than like the focus <laughs> of guys that are like cheering you on but also like okay bye like randomly uh, yeah i think mm-hmm. we're like I, more oh focused God, on like making sure everyone guys. Yeah. yeah yeah i feel like guys are always like when you're on the wall they're like stay on they're like yelling at you yeah they're, like go keep going like don't fall off and the work girls are like oh come on you can do it like very nicely mm-hmm. and, like whenever a guy yells to me while i'm on the wall i'm like i just want to fall off right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah like it's i'm also, like i need like, to fall so off also, i'm like i feel pressure mm-hmm. because the man yeah the guys are watching yeah. i definitely feel that too we're like but you end up falling off anyway most of the time i feel like just from at least for me just from like not being not having the right beta or like not being confident in myself but with the girls i have realized too that like even though maybe it takes a few more tries it feels way better of like the encouragement and like i don't know trying whereas with the guys like you were saying linda they'll 
they don't stick around you'll be like oh what do you think and then they like have walked away to go yeah. like climb a v line or something yeah they're not invested in your project <laughs> not as much they're just there to give like you beta <laughs> yeah yeah this, it's funny that we've all felt this way but i don't i feel like we didn't i don't know maybe we talked about it a little bit but not the girly talks are like influencing my everyday life you know <laughs> like i've even I don't know, the stuff I was telling you guys earlier about today of, like, feeling, like, I don't know, emotional about certain stuff, I maybe previously I would have not mentioned it or I would have just brushed off more as, like, I'll get over it, like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, I can get through this, not big of a deal. But honestly, I, I wanted to, I don't know, talk about it. So I talked about it, <laughs> like, it seems so simple. But I feel like it's hard for me or something mm. that I'm still working on. Mm-hmm. It's like hard for me too because, and maybe a different way, because whenever I bring up an issue to um, to Russell, I'm like, I have a quota. I can't bring up another issue so oh. soon. So like when another issue comes up, I'm like, but I just brought up another issue. Like, do I oh. like tell, do I like um, go on about this one? And I feel like mm. I never hold myself back, even though I have those feelings. I bring up every single issue. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um, but I do have the thought is like, I'm doing this like again. Shouldn't like it be mm-hmm. in mm. like enough? But mm. I, I just can't help it. So everything just comes out. <laughs> yeah. Wait, like issues with him or the relationship or issues just in general? Like, I guess both. Um mm. Yeah, I'm more like um, feeling anxiety about issues with the relationship, I guess, because then it feels like I don't want mm-hmm. to be like critical or like overly sensitive mm-hmm. or things like that. It's mm-hmm. like you can't Do help you just feel how like- you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you just feel like it's uneven because if you're bringing up more issues than him, then you're like always bitching about the relationship. Maybe. So if he even it out, you feel better about bringing up more stuff? I don't know. Maybe I'll feel worse than if he's bringing up. Oh, it's definitely the feeling of like being too sensitive, because I've felt that in romantic and also just platonic friendships. Of like, I don't want to feel be too sensitive and like say that this hurt me. But it, it, if it hurt you, like, and to some extent, how would they know? You know, you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Say something. Yeah, but there is like a thing as being too sensitive, bad. right? Oh no! I th- I think I think there's a difference between that, like I don't know, and it's not like a defined thing, but like if you're being like overly some, and it depends on like your threshold for like what you define mm-hmm. as sensitive to. But like if someone's being like overreacting over every situation, then then it would be like oversensitive. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there you can you should be able to tell if there's like a pattern. Yeah. And then if, if if that's the case, I feel like if the if you're overreacting over the same thing, that's either on the other person for like causing you that repeatedly, mm-hmm. or maybe it is something that you like, hmm, why is this so bothering me so much? Because I feel like I felt both things recently of like, what's the other person causing me? And that was an issue that needed to be fixed or like in myself. I was like, why am I reacting this way so many times to this one particular person? And when they're not doing that, that much and I like to think about it a little more, I'm like, huh, maybe it's me, you know? 
it is hard though to be able to see it objectively or whatever objective means you know mm-hmm. to like step back i don't know i feel like that's hard that's why i have a therapist <laughs> <laughs> Although she's not that helpful when it comes to like reading situations. Like I'll tell her about something and I want an answer. I just want an answer. And instead she's like, oh, why do you think, you know, why do you (laughs) think that? Or do you really think you're being overly sensitive about this? Like what are the signs kind of? And then I just want an easy answer if I am or not. But I guess that's what talking to friends can be like too. Yeah. I feel like your friends can keep you grounded if you're being like oversensitive. Mm-hmm. Overreacting, like your close friends. Yeah, because they you. know like the context of the situation better. Mm-hmm. It's also kind of hard to do because I'm like, oh, I'll take my friend's side no matter what. That's true. Like, not can't be objective at all. Maybe even harder. Hmm, that's a good point. I don't know. Are you? Do you guys? I don't think I've been in a situation where I've had to be like, "No, Sally, you're being horrible." Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like I don't think I've ever had that situation but not because I want to I don't know I don't think like I'm so heavily biased but I probably am but who is unbiased like there's no one who can really be yeah objective mm-hmm. is that what makes relationships tricky because I don't know. There's some situations where some people are like objectively right and wrong or like doing good things or bad things. But Mm -hmm. I feel like mostly we deal in like gray area. Yeah. That's why like am I the asshole exists and like (laughs) stuff like that. The jury can make a decision. We should have that. If our friend group was bigger, we could have like an anonymous am I the (laughs) asshole. (laughs) But then everyone would know who the person was. Yeah, that's why it has to be bigger. I'm just picturing, I'm thinking back to when you said Sneha had 15 people at her Mm -hmm. beach thing. I I don't have 15 friends. But maybe if you have that many friends and the friends that don't know each other, they can offer opinions. Mm -hmm. Or that's why I've I've like thought that having friends, separate friend groups would be helpful because then you can talk about your Mm -hmm. other friends and like get their perspective. And they don't yeah. know each other. Yeah. I think that's true. I, yeah. When I was like, I think when I was like breaking up with my ex or something, I was talking to you guys and I was talking to like my other friends. So like I got different perspectives from people who knew my ex in like different ways. Mm-hmm. And that was also like a good thing to have so people aren't just giving you like one point of view so i think it's nice to have different friend groups yeah i feel it's like helpful. i'm at the point where like all my friends know of each other but they don't know each other isn't that the ideal like the sweet spot because i feel like i have one friend yeah. group and it's amoeba <laughs> and, <laughs> and like an amoeba it just keeps sucking you know people in and I feel like sometimes people will escape like Liz, like we haven't climbed with her in a while and mm-hmm. I'm going to see her on Thursday and I have a lot to catch her up on. And I'll probably talk about like my roommates or stuff like mm-hmm. that. But she was once an amoeba and it is kind of a strange feeling. I think Linda, I talked to you about this briefly where it's like everyone knows each other and then they're naturally subgroups mm-hmm. form, but like the subgroups still know each other. So it's like... Mm. 
it can get tricky in some ways. But that's true. I also think that like having different subgroups of friends like brings out different parts of you. Like I feel like I act differently between like one group mm. of friends and the other group of friends just from the way that I interact with like different people. So mm. I think it's like a good balance to have too. What's mm. your furthest difference? Do you think? Hmm. Like a quality. I don't know. Like I don't. I wouldn't say it's like opposite. Mm. But I just think like the way I interact with Ankita and Tarlin, it's uh-huh. very different from the way I interact with you guys. Mm. Very different the way I interact with like my old coworkers, like Sneha and Abby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are like my main friends, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good thing though to yeah have different parts of yeah. you. But one thing connects us all is the gossip. <laughs> yeah which is a bad thing when all your friends know each other like amoeba mm-hmm. gossiping is horrible because you know nothing is a secret in amoeba it all yeah. comes around but all is good for accountability like no one should have anything yeah. to hide well, <laughs> well not exactly but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean there's pros and cons to every literally every aspect of friendships i guess um i feel like i was adjusting a bit of like yeah i've been spending a lot of time with like francesca and my roommates and part of me felt like i was neglecting our friendship like between the three of us and i felt bad and like who who should be like sally when i didn't invite you to the lay dip dinner because we didn't have another seat uh, and i'm like uh, and, but we already invited Francesca and like Linda's going but Linda is closer with Sally so do we, like you know trying to triangulate and figure out who mm. to invite and I guess priority list bluntly but it would be easier if the friend groups if it was like separate but it's not so it's like how do you I don't know <laughs> but I I'm also like okay we've been all doing our own thing but it's just way more obvious when it's all of amoeba that is my or a friend group Mm -hmm. i guess does that make sense it was more obvious (laughs) like for sally it makes sense that okay she's going on a beach trip to sneha so i don't feel like i'm like where's my invite you know because i don't know Mm sneha like that and like yeah yeah that's a separate friend group and even when you hang out within the group mm, if you don't get invited to something when you hang out with Ankita and mm-hmm. Tarlin, like I know them, but like I, I'm still not like okay, you're hanging out without me. But the part <laughs> of me was like, oh my god, or like I didn't invite Sally or I didn't invite Linda, and like they know them very well, mm. so I should have. Mm. I know? feel like roommates is like yeah. a discrete category, though. Yeah, like it I feel might like not be a group of friends, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. That's like a a, a solid subunit within mm-hmm. Amoeba. It's just, it gets, bl- the lines get blurry, I guess, when, like, people hang out more with, the like, Fran, who we've been hanging out with a lot. And she's, mm-hmm. she's talked to Amy a lot. So now is she, like, in the roommate unit? I don't think so, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Linda, it's tricky you- navigating this. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like mm-hmm. uh, Amelia is separate or, like, that? I guess you have your zine community now. I guess so. Like oh my god! I invited Amelia to the to the book club, and now she can't even come to the <laughs> oh, meeting. Like, no. like oh no! 
uh well that's okay do you feel like you want to incorporate amelia into like our friend group by inviting her or is it just like Mm. a coincidence i mean she likes to read and we talked about i think it was like the particular book that i was like Mm -hmm. you should you should come because we both talked about it and i'm like procrastinating getting the book so i'm like i'm not ready to like do (gasps) some soul searching <laughs> I've been on the waitlist at the library for too long. <laughs> I need it. Yeah. So you're not trying to absorb her, is what you're saying? Should I? I feel like I don't know how to absorb. Like, huh? like for me, absorption is like I'm not controlling it. It just like mm. it just does or does not. I, I feel like that too, though. Like. To me, absorption happens almost too easily. Like, it just happens because we invite people to, or like people hang out and then they hang out more and more and more. It's not. I feel like I'm anti absorption. <laughs> like, you're bad at it or you don't want it. I feel like whenever like two groups of my friends hang out, it doesn't, like, they don't mm-hmm. hang out together. It's just them separately. Hmm. So it just doesn't work out. <laughs> Not that it was my intention, but it just doesn't happen, which I'm fine yeah. with. <laughs> yeah. But like the mechanics of absorption are just like lost. <laughs> 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 I feel like Amoeba had a good absorption rate because of the common theme of climbing. Yeah. I don't think when there's like, like common activity, it's easier. Yeah. Brand climbs, so she we see her all mm-hmm. the time now that she's climbing so often with us. But like Amy doesn't climb, so I, but <laughs> but because of like thirty six oh four being like a unit as well, like like when we went to Kevin's thing, Amy's not a climber, so she didn't come. But like we were like, oh, should we invite Amy because she, mm-hmm. she's part thirty six oh four? You know, I I maybe I just need fully separate activities. Isn't that what most of this podcast ends up coming back to of like <laughs> branching out, joining new communities, finding a community? <laughs> Maybe yeah, I'll really get absor- absorbed theme. into 1882. Or Linda, you and I can get absorbed. And then that's, we'll keep it separate. No rock climbers in 1882 besides <laughs> us. No one is allowed to rock climb in 1882. <laughs> 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 It's like you can't you can't control anything from right right from happening. Uh-huh. Like should we should I never rock climb again? No, you should. But like maybe would you, I don't know? Does Amelia rock climb? Because that yes. is the surefire way to get absorbed. She does. Or she used to. That's like um, a direct. She, she was like part of the adventure thing, uh, which is also like a, a pipeline. Okay. Yeah, it's like rock climbing adjacent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of rock climbing, though, Pilot Mountain, when we went, there was, like, a lot of good rock climbing. Like, I I think you would really enjoy it if we went there for a climbing trip. Because there's, like, a lot of, like, really tall walk faces, raw rock faces. And they're, like, they look really cool. Like, Like really good. Yeah, rope climbing. Oh, There's, like, a little bit of bouldering and... Like some of it looks okay, but mostly rope climbing. There's like a huge section for it. There's also um, if you learned how to do a lead, which <laughs> Kevin is also always like advertising for some reason. Um, <laughs> there's like a lot of the bolts oh. already mm-hmm. nailed in. So I feel like that would be a really nice climbing okay. trip. 
That would be fun. And it's I not mean, that far away. Yeah. yeah. I'll Good lead scouting. when you lead, Sally. Yeah. We can go camping, too. <laughs> I would like to go camping, for sure. I, I want to do more, like, outdoor activity in general, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Also, the summer has been mild, so it wouldn't be too bad mm. if you want. It's just been raining, like, every weekend. Like, not even during it's the so week. Like, it's always... Um, the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially cruel. Yeah. Um, anyways, anyways, I digress. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I will also digress. Okay. <laughs> I guess this goes back to our, like, gender conversation. But Russell and I have been watching The Climb. It's like the climbing oh. show with Aquaman on mm-hmm. HBO Max, and it's Aquaman? pretty good. They don't, yeah, okay, yeah, he climbs up here. Oh, Jason him, like, Momoa. He, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but there's not much climbing, but they do have like fireside chats or something, and then Russell will, like mm. skip those and then go straight to the climbing. <laughs> I'm like, no, I want to watch the <laughs> watch some chat. It's just like elimination, so it's like their story and like how they got into climbing before they get like ejected he from that? the show. Yeah, he's like, I need to watch the climbing. But then when he goes oh somewhere, I like, go back and watch oh my the, personal, the personal oh my gosh. It's like, I need to know this. Like, is this a gender dynamic or I, just... Maybe. Because I also, like, I feel like I've watched the show, Linda, and I feel like that it was the most interesting. Like, the climbing was good. Yeah. Oh, you but, like, like their stories were really good, too. And I feel like he- Russell is missing out. He is missing out by skipping through the stories. Because <laughs> that's how you become invested, like, in a person, in the, like, the competition. That's why I care, because I, like, mm-hmm. know. Otherwise, they're just a body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I I've mostly feel that way of, like, I want to hear people's personal stories and, like, when I'm watching stuff like that. But occasionally, I will, like, I don't know, skip into, like, it's going on a little too long. But mm, the action. It's interesting. Yeah action piece of it hmm interesting well kevin and i have been watching ted lasso ever <gasps> since the north carolina trip <laughs> season three okay well we haven't gone there yet we just started like we started season one during the cabin because they had apple tv there but have you guys never pirating. seen it before no because we didn't have apple tv oh but now we're just pirating the rest of like we're watching season two now um and can, can you also send me that link <laughs> Yeah, of course. I'm trying to watch season three and I don't have <laughs> But yeah, I was like surprised by how much we liked it because I just mm. chose it randomly because we were like, oh, let's watch something. But we don't have anything in the queue right now that we're really interested in. So then I saw it on, that they had Apple TV and they had it. And I was like, mm-hmm. let me see what this is all about. And then I, I really went down the Ted yeah. Lasso rabbit hole. <laughs> like we it's watched so all season one in two days. Oh, wow. That's a lot. Yeah. 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 It's so good. <laughs> um, okay, well, I'm watching, I guess this is turning into a media review. <laughs> I'm watching, it's literally a show called The Boys. After all this girl talk, I'm watching that. Um, and it's like <laughs> a take on superheroes, but it's like if superheroes were real in the United States and like how they would work within our already kind of corrupt system kind of. So it's like, it's very interesting because all the superheroes are just really bad people. Like they're celebrities, but they do bad things and they abuse their superhero powers. And but I like watching it because it shows like there's a person who works for their company 
that they work for. And she is like in charge of their marketing and like making sure that the public loves the superheroes. And it's it's very interesting because I could see how this is the case for even celebrities of like controlling what they say mm. or like what events they go to or like um, there's this superhero that's supposed to be like Captain America. He's called Homelander and he's like very Americana. So she's like, okay, we're sending you to all the military events, all the church events. Like we need to establish your brand as an all-American guy. And they even like set up a fake house, a fake farmhouse for him to walk through and reminisce about like a fake family he never had or fake childhood. And it's it's really good. I'm very invested in it, but it's very dark and gory. So I can only watch it when some of my roommates are in the room. <laughs> Others do not like it. But very different from Ted Lasso for sure. It's like the opposite. Like yeah. humanity sucks. Everyone sucks. <laughs> It sounds, it sounds interesting. It sounds like um, uh, My Hero Academia. Sally, I don't know if you... That's what it was like, watched No, that. I never watched it. Is that it was like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like Hero Society, kind mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. It does like, give me a little bit of... Industrial Complex. Yeah. <laughs> Heroism <laughs> Industrial Complex. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally. It gives me a little bit of uh, Death Note. A little, little bit. Mm. A little bit of Death Note of like, if you have all this power, what will you do with it? Probably something bad. That was my try to connect with the anime watchers, you know. What? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> okay, we went from girl talk to media talk, and like, we could end this talk. If you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram at movingalongpod and check out our Medium blog for all of our bonus contents. You can follow us there at movingalong.medium.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Unless you wanted to talk more. And, and, and now. <laughs>